you're listening to the Degrees of Freedom podcast. Conversations about higher education in the 21st century between students and teachers. Produced at the University of Groningen. Welcome to Degrees of Freedom. This is the new season of uh, the podcast. I'm um, starting with episode one, and it's a podcast about starting out at uni, uh, being a first year university, everything that comes with it. My name is Amy. I'm the new co-host uh, of the podcast. I'm alongside co-host Tassos, and we're joined by three uh, second year psychology students, two internationals and one Dutchie, uh, who will tell a bit about their experience uh, with uh, university studying um, all that fun stuff that comes with it too. So maybe I'll ask them to start by introducing themselves. I'm Leno, 23 years from Germany. And uh, yeah, first of all, thanks for having me here. And uh, yeah, I started my studies last year quite late. After I finished my school, I had two gap years and uh, I was excited to start. And uh, Hello, I'm Thea. I'm 20. I'm from Bulgaria. And yeah, I didn't do any gap years. I just went straight to university. <laughs> Well, I'm the Dutchie today. <laughs> uh, I'm Willemijn, 19 years old, and I also did a gap year. Uh, and then I started studying psychology last year. I guess I should also introduce myself. Amy, you've done such a good job uh, being a co-host that I didn't even have to do anything at the very beginning of this podcast. I'm Tasso Sarampalis. Welcome to Amy, first of all. This is, uh, this is not her first episode on Degrees of Freedom, but it is her first episode as co-host. Welcome, and uh, I look forward to a brand new season with you and indeed welcome to our guests thank you who are here to talk with us and discuss what it's like going to university for the first time moving away from home perhaps certainly new study habits certainly organizing your own life in a very different way and already I have questions that I wanted to ask you because I've noticed uh, Leno you talked about having a gap or actually a pair of gap years how do you feel that has changed your um, impression of starting out at university? Yeah, I think it had quite a big influence on my um, yeah, kind of mindset to university because directly after school I wasn't sure at all what I want to do, but I just knew that I want to have a gap year. And yeah, I really used that I traveled and uh, worked a lot. And uh, during that time I also found out that I want to study psychology other Germans will know it's quite hard to study psychology in Germany when yeah you didn't have the best grades in school. Uh, so I read a bit and found out about Austria, that they have these entrance examinations. And uh, this is why I studied for them and didn't really have a plan B. And then uh, yeah, in summer of 2020, I uh, did the ex uh, entrance examination in uh, Vienna. And yeah, two months later, got rejected, didn't have a plan B. And uh, yeah, this is kind of the story why I had a second forced gap year, really used my time and uh, prepared even better than for Groningen. And yeah, now I'm very happy that I choose Groningen. And I'm, I have the feeling that because I did so much to finally uh, be able to study psychology, um, yeah, it's a very motivating to, to just study because I have the opportunity to do it and was really hard uh, at first to get here. That's fair. Willemijn, Theo, you started, I understand, straight from high school. Theo, you moved from Bulgaria. Willemijn, have you moved far from Groningen? No, not at all. I live here 30 minutes away from, um, I'm from Friesland, 
So yeah, within like one hour with the bus, I'm back at my parents' home. <laughs> so uh, so it wasn't that big of a change, but still, uh, I come from uh, a town slash city. It's a town. Um, so I really liked moving to the city, like so many different restaurants and of course clubs. Um, so yeah, but I also did a gap year. Um, it was uh, in the middle of the COVID time. So um, I really, uh, I wasn't like in the right mindset to start studying because I was like, no, I really don't want to do everything online. So I'm really glad I took the gap year. I worked a lot and then started psychology last year. And Theo? Well, gap years aren't really a thing in Bulgaria. So I never really considered it. I was just like, yeah, I want to do psychology like I I think it was maybe 15 when I decided that so I was pretty set on it it wasn't like I didn't have to take my time to like figure out what I want I just I definitely knew that I didn't want to stay in Bulgaria and since Brexit happened I was like oh no way I can afford the UK (laughs) and the Netherlands was like pretty much the only option and yeah, I actually applied to Groningen only because my best friend was already here. <laughs> and then I got in. I was like, yeah, I, I like it. I, I'm going to go there. Amy, I forget. Did you do a gap year? I did not do a gap year. No, I don't. Um, I don't think I could have stayed at home another year, to be honest. <laughs> fair fair yeah, point. I was quite ready to leave. Um, my original plan actually was to do medicine already quite ambitious as it is and um so i tried uh, all the entry exams did like my best in my exams also the irish system is not great so it's like two weeks worth of intense examinations and then you get your college options and that's about it um so didn't get in um so my backup option was chronigan my mom applied for me for student housing the whole thing i did nothing i was so reluctant to move i cried the entire flight here um and i also then tried to get into medicine in italy which also was uh, non-successful um so i i've stayed here now um yeah i I was also able maybe to stay at home and do a year of physics and then try uh, the entry examination for medicine here um but i just thought no there's no way i can stay at home another year sort of working in my parents shop and then uh, studying for physics which I, i really don't have any interest in so no i settled down um, got stuck into psychology as much as I could and no regrets I love it here yeah it's it's been amazing I've really enjoyed my time so yeah it worked out in the end so big difference in the distances that you've had to travel uh, also very a lot of differences in the experiences gap years um, Teo you talked about coming from a culture where gap years are not a thing I come from the same culture Um, I didn't realize that such an option existed until I saw other people having had it uh, while I was at university. And I was very disappointed at not knowing this since then. And I keep advising my my child to take that option if she ever has that. Um, Can you cast yourselves back to last September, having just moved here? Or for you, Amy, two Septembers ago, I suppose. Three. Three Septembers ago. still outside of covid years then that's 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 a good thing that's that's good um yeah so cast your memories back to your first couple of weeks maybe even first week and can you tell me something about your experiences maybe i can start with you 
it was like the weirdest thing was that no one was wearing a mask. I was so shocked. I, I went to Ikea to get some basic furniture and I was like, wow, we are the only people wearing masks. What? Okay, I guess it's not even mandatory. And after that, I, I felt so much like it It just felt really nice to, to have to feel like you're in a country where people actually did what they were supposed to do in a pandemic so they would be done with it as soon as possible. Oh. I know. Uh, yeah, I remember that I came here to Honing in mid of August and yeah, all excited because I uh, signed up for three introduction weeks and still uh, like one month until university really starts. And uh, yeah, I was very lucky. So the first thing I did were these uh, introduction weeks and the first of them were the Kai week where I uh, met Amy as my, uh, yeah, how to call it, Kai mummy. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think this really allowed me to have a really nice start here in Honing because uh, this is also something I would definitely um, yeah, tell anybody who starts uh, somewhere, do the introduction weeks. You met so many great people uh, there. And uh, this was for me really like icebreaker from the beginning because I was together with so many cool people. And uh, yeah, that went on then later with the DS week from the introduction week uh, from VIP. And then later the ESN week only for new internationals. And um, yeah, it was really kickstart for me and uh, yeah, made it way more easier than to go to the lectures because I already knew some other people and yeah, we could meet there in front of the lecture hall and go in. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I would have done it uh, that easily if I would only be by my own because yeah, it's a bit uh, scary to be alone in lecture hall in the beginning, but yeah, together with other people, uh, it's just fun. Did everybody's friendships from those uh, first couple of weeks last into the into the second year or have, have oh, your yes. relationships yeah. evolved a lot a lot of them like i have the exactly same uh, experience as leno like i also did the introduction week two of them the kai week and then from our studio association um and actually i met some uh, people and i we were in the same committee last year so and yeah some random people also from introduction week you we we kept in contact the whole year so that was really nice and also because i felt i remember now the feeling that i was so nervous last uh, september for starting and meeting all these new people and then the introduction week they really really helped like yeah making group chats and get some at least some phone numbers it's really nice that you can text like hey what's going on do you know what to do and they're saying like no i also don't know what to do and then you you don't feel alone that's the yeah that's what really helped for me it really helped what, like what really helped was that I did the DS week from the study association for like psychology VIP and the thing with VIP is that there's so many events that you keep seeing the same people all over, over and over so even if you're not like close you still talk to them and I really like that is there anything you found missing in those first couple of weeks of being at university oh maybe some structure or some like you don't know um what I wouldn't want to say you don't know what you're doing, but you don't know where you can find information and you're just a little bit like lost, like, oh, where, where can I find, like where to buy your books and where to, um, where, where are the lectures? What is the location? So it was really nice that uh, you were put in these group chats at the beginning and 
you can always like ask your questions there that I found it really helpful that <laughs> I could always ask the questions on WhatsApp or somewhere else. Yeah, I uh, had the same experience and I what I liked is that uh, the first week of university wasn't directly lectures, but I think we had two or three introduction lectures where they oh, yeah, true. told us a little bit. In, well, they weren't mandatory, so probably not everybody was there, but... Uh, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, they told us like... Uh, that they have three different kinds of coffee in the library, the very cheap one that does its work, and then a bit more expensive from the A Cafe, and then uh, the expensive one from Starbucks, and that this kind of stuff and was uh, quite interesting. But uh, I remember one lecturer also told us, yeah, better start reading now. Your first exam is in four weeks, and it's about 800 pages, so start now. And this was like a little hit into the face. But uh, yeah, actually, he kind of uh, was right, because then the next week it really started from zero to 100. At least uh, that was my experience. I don't know how it was with you guys when the university really started. Yeah, all of a sudden you had to do like everything at once. And it, it was a lot. I was like, I've never read this many pages in my life in such a short time, like time period. Yeah, definitely. Especially because at least the, my experience was in the beginning, I really thought that I have to read everything and everything in advance and I remember it was Sunday and I had two lectures on Monday and thought it's four in the afternoon. Now I'm going to sit down. And then I had a look and it were all in all like over 100 pages for th two different uh, courses. There I realized, okay, either I start earlier or uh, I don't read everything. During the, during the studies, you learn what to do and uh, yeah, to prioritize things. Yeah, that's my next question, actually. How do you... Uh, deal with it now because it's still like a lot of workload I know my second year I also struggled quite a lot because it's a lot of mandatory courses and sometimes not ones you necessarily enjoy and um, so how do you now uh, overcome this sort of amount of studying like how have, how has your study patterns changed uh, throughout the year so if I say from if, if you compare yourselves to last year or to this time last year how has, how has it developed for you? Oh, that's such a good question, because I at the beginning of last year, I read every word from the book, like every word. It was like what you said, like 800 page pages, and it was like, oh, everything is important. You need to know everything. But then when the year developed, you really get to know like what is important. And especially when you go to the lectures, that's what I do now. Like I go to lecture, take my notes, and then uh, afterwards I go through the book and I'm like, okay, uh, I didn't get this part or teacher really put a lot of effort on this uh, subject so maybe this is going to be real important for the exam so then I read that bit a bit that's what I did like during the year and at the beginning I read everything I felt that was a good way to study and it, it also was but like when you compare the grades it's a bit of the same so but I also find it a good tip to um to tell yourself, like, give yourself some time to find out how to study because it's such a different way of studying than from high school. So give yourself some time, find out what, what works for you. I actually do the opposite of you. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I don't like going to the lectures without having read the book. I don't Ooh. read it in detail. I don't take notes when I read. I just want to go through it so I know what's happening. And when I actually go to the lecture, it's then I see what I need to pay attention to. And when I hear it twice, I remember it. And the things that I read and didn't care about, I forget. <laughs> I, 
I don't think it's great advice, but it works for me because I've tried the opposite, like what you mm-hmm. do. It doesn't work. I don't remember anything because when I just hear it the first time, it's like, I don't know, I don't remember it. And when I read it once, I also don't remember it. It has to, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That, But that's the main thing. Like you have to find out what works for you because I also know a lot of people and they, uh, they only go to the lectures and they don't read anything or they only study by the book and go to any lecture. So it really depends what, what works yeah totally i i when i hear you guys i really see myself as a like hybrid thing of you because uh like i said in the beginning it was very overwhelming all the workload all the stuff we had to read and uh, then we had a session in a course called academic skills and this session was only it's with uh, 12 students or so so with a student mentor and this session was only dedicated to i think was one of the first weeks only dedicated to talk about how we're doing and how we think everything is. And I realized that everybody else had the same problem, complaining about the workload and no idea how to uh, properly catch up all the pages. Our student mentor told us a sentence, and I, this sentence is really key now for me, and it is work smart, not hard. Yeah, he gave us many tips that it's really not that important to read every single word, but... Uh, rather yeah understand the concepts and of course it depends on the course and really listen to your lecturer what is important yeah go to the lectures because the lectures always focus on the stuff from the exam most of the time the second tip is then what he told us and which is really important at least which works for me is when you sit down and study then you really study you don't have a phone around you your phone is in flight mode and out of your field of vision alone when it's turned off but when you see your phone you maybe think about it Uh, so yeah just put it in another room when you study then you study and on the other hand when you do something with your friends then you totally enjoy that and don't think about university at all because talking about a lot about learning here but being a student is also uh, being social and enjoy your time you should never forget that and leading on from then academia of course and then uh, looking at the social side of being a student uh, what helped you guys then uh, last year make new friends make connections just make your time here overall more enjoyable and easy to integrate in everything well for me i became an active member for our studio association that was where i formed a committee so we had one night a week where we were mandatory like meeting and it was always so much fun. And also I started work here in Groningen at the uh, Oostpoort and Schouwburg. So it was a lot of late nights, but also with uh, COVID, like sometimes you didn't have that much work. So it was also a nice balance uh, last year, but this year it's full on. But that where I've met like lovely colleagues and we had always after shifts uh, drinks with each other. So that's where I like found my social environment. <laughs> I also joined VIP, <laughs> the study association. And yeah, I think joining a committee really helped me because you're kind of not forced, but you do spend a lot of time together every week. And that's how you really make friends. I also met a lot of people at lectures. The introduction weeks were really good for me. And then going to the social events from study associations, because they're all new students and everybody wants to make new contacts. So it's really easy, really easy to, to meet new people and things together with them so one of the things that a lot of you have mentioned and i'm very curious about is this um, difference this change between your high school selves and your university selves 
when it comes to being more independent or having to be more independent and having to exhibit more personal responsibility, essentially, once you come to university, it's uh, your choice matters a lot. You choose when you go to bed, you choose when you're going to study, you choose how quickly you're going to go through the material that you have to study, you choose what kind of balance to devote to your personal life, to your social life, to your work life, to your study life. How did that feel? How was that in the beginning and how did that evolve in the span of the last uh, year or two? Oh, it was such a mixture of overwhelming feelings and relief. Like, it's really hard to describe, but every day was like, oh, it's so nice that I can pick my own food and when I go to bed and who I can see and I don't have to tell anybody. Like, And at the other hand, it can also be like really overwhelming. Like, oh, but I do have to do everything myself. So it got for me like a good like two or three months used to like how how is this all going and yeah but after that you you find a sort of structure to your week and or you don't it can also depend but yeah for me it took it took a while but yeah that's also my main thing like it, it takes a while to get used to the whole student life and everything that goes with it i think i was a bit weird in that um like you liked it from the beginning well yeah i didn't have trouble with it but i think that's because i don't have any siblings and my parents were always at work so the only thing i didn't have to do usually is the cooking so i would always like do the laundry and clean a little bit so if i like no one was there to tell me to eat (laughs) so it was up to me anyway and i don't know it, it wasn't that big of a difference and I was actually talking to one of my friends yesterday and she was like, I think you're just, your standards are a bit too high for a student. That's why you find it hard to live with other people because you're so clean. You 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 have to be okay with the fact that there's always going to be like dirty plates lying around. I'm like, no, why would I be okay with that? It's horrible. I, I hate it. So yeah, I, I, I think I might be an exception. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was also quite easy, I would say, because... I lived uh, together with my father back in Germany and yeah, we had a great relationship. It was also like a shared flat because yeah, both of us did a lot in the house and this is why it wasn't that uh, hard for me to live by my own. And I was also, I'm really cool with my parents, but I, yeah, I was 20, 21, turned 23 when I moved out and yeah, I was really hyped and finally live <laughs> on my own and uh, do whatever I want. This really was super great, still is super great. But yeah, the only thing I'm struggling, still struggling a little bit with is actually cooking and making a plan to cook and buy the groceries in advance because I'm living right next to a supermarket and there's still sometimes uh, days where I go there three times because, oh, I need pesto and then I go and then I come back. Still having some problems with planning uh, my meals properly, but uh, besides of that, it's going great, I'd say. You're lucky that you have a store next to you. I have a snack bar. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> snack bar, you know, that teaches for the you price probably. and everything. No, it's it's really tempting because if you don't have, I haven't done the groceries. I'm like, well, but we have a snack bar ah, next I to see, us. So mm. for me, I suppose I've gone through some uh, a variety of stages. I'm now, yeah, in my fourth year, so it's been different every single year, and <laughs> I don't think I've particularly improved or disimproved. <laughs> Not sure which way it's gone, to be honest. Uh, in my first year, I also didn't find it that difficult, and I, I can see this now with internationals. Maybe it's because maybe we're away from our our actual country, so you just have to 
just stick it out, I guess. I mean, it's not for everyone. I'm sure people have a hard time and do move back and do have not an easy time at all. But I think even just being in a different environment completely, I just had to be like, well, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to learn from the mistakes. I got hit by a van in my first week oh, on my no. bike. And now I've never run a red light since, <laughs> for example. <laughs> but yeah, every year has been different. I think I actually had the best schedule in my first year. Uh, if oh. I'm being completely honest, which doesn't say a lot. I lived in a building of 500 people, like one of the SSH houses. And I honestly, was a really great experience because that obviously for the social side of things really helped because you just stuck with seven other people in a kitchen. We shared with there was eight of us in the flat and you just meet people automatically. So that was really nice. Uh, in my second year, I then lived uh, in a shared house with four other girls and one girl did all the cooking. <gasps> so that was amazing because she was a really, really good cook. She's a very good cook. So I used to get the groceries. This was all during Corona times as well. So, you know, shop running was limited and you couldn't do much. So we had a really nice time together. And then this past year, obviously, I was doing the board of VIP and I had no schedule with food ever nothing <laughs> ready meals everything so now this year I'm trying really hard to get back into the schedule because that's the one thing I'm still struggling with like Leno still food is there anything that you all expected to experience at university especially in the beginning that very radically changed when you arrived here when uh, you started living the university student life good question I think for me I thought that I would have more spare time and not that much to do for university <laughs> and this uh, I found out quite quickly for me besides of that it wasn't such a real surprise I would say I definitely agree I thought I would also have more like free time like in the movies no one would ever go to a lecture or anything I would be hanging out with my friends and playing it's just partying and, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was also like I was aware that I would have to do some studying and I was a bit worried that I might feel weird with all the time I would have to spend alone because, like, you don't, I don't really like studying with other people. So it was like, I would be studying alone, biking alone, having my own room. I don't really have to talk to any of my roommates. Like, I do like them. I can talk to them. But I don't, we also have different schedules. So a lot of the time, you're just on your own. And I thought that that wouldn't really affect me well because I had, like, some anxiety issues before I moved. But I actually like it. I really do. When I'm home alone, I'm like, oh, wonderful. This is bliss. <laughs> I didn't expect that I would like a lot of things. <laughs> like, I I actually really liked studying last year. Like this year, I'm not too enthusiastic. But um, last year, I really liked a lot of the subjects. But I also really liked uh, starting work and with study association. So it, it was, yeah, I didn't ex expect that it was also a lot of things I was interested in. Because I didn't really have it back in high school. Like you, yeah, I was like, okay, we're doing this every day, but it was it was all the same every day. So yeah, didn't expect that. That was a fun surprise. And for me, I guess, um, yeah, similar similar things. Yeah, and there was a lot of differences. I don't know if you guys experienced much of a culture shock when you first came here. I know I did in like some weird ways. For me, at home, like. Well, and it felt, first of all, I thought I'd be better at the work-life balance, everything. And I, I'm not, and I never will be. And I don't think I've, I can try my, I'm trying again this year more. So I lost it a bit, I think, during Corona as well. It didn't help that we could be at home. And you had more of a routine actually that way. But now there's so many other little things going on. And you can do this and you can see that friend. And then you can maybe do two hours of study here and there. But it's never, never so structured. So I, I thought I'd be better at that, but I'm, um, I'm not. And that's just 
shown to myself year in and year out. In terms of just living here in general, for me, it was the biking. For initially, I was so, so scared, really, really, really scared. And I could cycle when I moved here, but not very well. Uh, in school, even at home, we had these like cycling courses and I always was the worst. So I was really frightened. I even fell off my bike this weekend, so it hasn't changed that much. And then also a random one. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same for you guys as well. Going out uh, at home, it was quite normal to wear very like short dresses and heels and lots of makeup and fake eyelashes. And I started, I moved here and I had that whole mindset going on. And then I quickly realized that that was not the the norm. And people were asking me like, are you not cold? And I thought, well, no, I'm not, but maybe I should be. <laughs> so things like that. So it was sort of, I mean, there was a lot of changes in just transportation, for example. I wasn't having my parents drive me anywhere, was going out a bit and definitely still uh, balancing both work and social stuff. I remember the, the biggest uh, shock for me was like back in Germany, I cycled a lot. That was not a problem, but there was, uh, I had a green light and I started. And then there were also people from the right and from the front and from the left. And I thought like, <laughs> panic. Oh, yeah, I really <laughs> panicked. I thought, oh, I, I thought I have green. And then I stepped from my bike and oh, no. <laughs> I pushed my bike on the walking lane because I was so overwhelmed because I didn't want to uh, crash with all these people. And then uh, later, people told me, yeah. It's I mean, the way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Bikes all have uh, green at the same time. And uh, yeah, you have just to arrange it then on the road. I hadn't biked in years before I moved. Like, I wasn't too bad at it, but I definitely, it had been a while. And at first, I think it's a good thing that I went to the introduction week because a lot of the people in my group were either Dutch or German or, like, from Denmark or something. So, like all countries where you bike more than you do in Bulgaria. <laughs> and when we had to go somewhere, I would always have, I was always the last in the l little line <laughs> because I was so slow and I was like, please wait, <laughs> I can't go that fast. Yeah, I think I, what I like about all of this is that you're all pointing out something um, that was really the impetus for this podcast episode too, that the change from... Uh, whatever high school environment you are to whatever university environment you are comes with a lot of new experiences. It can be very shocking. I remember my own first few uh, days or the first week or so, the experience was, uh, it was startling. A lot of things were new. A lot of things that I felt that I could rely on in my daily life slowly disappeared or suddenly disappeared. And pretty much everything that I took for granted, I had to relearn. Relearn what kind of studying to do, because the study methods that I used, or what I was supposed to be uh, learning, was very different from my high school years, and I think probably the same for you. And these are the sort of things that I'm also interested in hearing uh, more about from you. Do you remember anything memorable from those first couple of weeks that you were here? Before we answer the question, can I ask you, did you move here for uni and then just stay here forever? <laughs> forever. Well, those are all very, very big words. No, I, I did not. I moved, I studied in uh, in England, and but I did move from my home country, Greece, to England when I was 18 to study psychology very okay, much yeah. like pretty much everybody else in this, in this room. Um, and yes, the experiences were all very, very interesting in those in those days but yes tell me memorable experiences i'll tell you one memorable experience for me I, i remember missing the first hour of my very first lecture introduction to psychology because i forget i needed to do some kind of administrative work either with housing or something like that so 
I arrived at the break halfway through the lecture, having missed that first hour, having not studied for that because it was the very first week I had just bought textbooks. And I remember experiencing that second hour of university stuff, conditioning, if I remember correctly, learning how people learn and how animals learn. And I remember leaving that second hour having understood very, 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 very little from it. <laughs> partly because I missed the first hour, partly because it was my absolute very, very first lecture that I had ever attended in my life. And there was terminology that I had missed that I didn't know anything about. And I remember leaving and thinking, well, this was it. This university thing, it's not for me. <laughs> I'm not going to We're last done. here very long. <laughs> How wrong I was, thankfully. But uh, I was really unhappy after that very first experience. Things became smoother afterwards, but that very first lecture was a bit of a shock. Speaking of yeah. lectures, how do you experience lectures? Because this is lectures are not a very natural mode of learning, especially after leaving primary school and high school, where you've spent you know, the better part of 12 or 13 years in a very different kind of learning environment. How do you experience lectures? Well, that's so funny because when you're at high school, you you have lessons for eight hours a day. But uh, when you have a two-hour lecture, I'm like really tired after a lecture. I'm like, whoo, this was it for today. And if you have like two <laughs> lectures on the day, you're like, okay, so <laughs> it's going to be a very, very long day. So it's very strange how uh, much energy they take compared to your high school life. That's what I found really interesting because if you would have only two hours uh, lessons, in high school, you'd be like, oh, it's such an easy day. Let's go. It's almost a free day. So, yeah, that's what I found, like, really interesting. That, yeah, they take a lot of energy, at least for me. So that was really interesting, I found, <laughs> especially in the first few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was, uh, I was really excited about the lectures because I, yeah, always uh, imagined it full lecture halls and uh, sitting there, listening together. The first lectures, and we... I knew we had 300 people in the international program. But <laughs> and there, there were three. Only, yeah, in, <laughs> like in the beginning, 20. like there were like 20 to 30 oh, people. Yeah. And uh, I was really disappointed by that. And uh, it was last uh, last year, the lectures uh, were still uh, live streamed and recorded. And yeah, obviously many people uh, made use of that. But I was yeah really disappointed. And it were also only the same people, the same 20 people or 30, I would say maybe all in all, it were 50 people who uh, showed up here and there. But uh, at some point, you knew all the faces. We even had lectures when it rained or so. Big lecture hall. And there were five people sitting there. Yeah, I felt so sorry also for the lecturer. I don't know. It must be yeah, feeling very weird. So this was quite disappointing because I really thought that lectures are a place to also socialize during the break, talk together. This wasn't really the case last year. And this year, I really had the feeling for the first time that I'm really in university because I entered the lecture hall and it was full. I, I had difficulties in finding a place to sit. And yeah, although it sounds weird, uh, it just felt uh, great to, to see that and struggling to find a seat. I liked lectures from the beginning, but I had also attended some, like quite a few actually before starting university because they weren't like university lectures. I wasn't supposed to remember stuff and like learn stuff in such a capacity but um i went to a few times i went to this festival we have in sofia it's like the um, so sofia science festival and there's like a bunch of different lectures on like 
any scientific theme. And I volunteered there, which was the best part because you can just go to the, you know, whatever you want to listen to. But there was also a different question before that, the memorable th things. And I want to go back to what Amy said about like going out. The thing that got me was the drunk biking. <laughs> One of the first times I couldn't even like start pedaling. So I had a homeless person come up to me because he saw I was struggling and he pushed me <laughs> <laughs> so I can start. How did your work personal life balance change over the last year or two? Have you found that, you know, after a, uh, a first, let's say, honeymoon period of thinking I'm free, I can be out anytime I want for as long as I want, do exactly what I want. Has that shifted? Has that lost its shine a little bit? Or does that remain um, high in the way that you organize your time? I mean, for me, uh, it's still great, but of course you, you adapt. And uh, I remember the first weeks were really uh, with all the parties and introduction events. And then also when university really started, I was out every weekend because, uh, yeah, this, uh, you know, the word uh, FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. And I really thought, oh, I have to be everywhere. But uh, this is also very exhausting. And uh, I, I realized how important it is to me and how okay it also is to just spend a weekend at home even alone not even seeing friends just completely charging up the social battery focus on on some uni stuff and uh, yeah maybe just uh, binge watch your favorite series or so and uh, yeah this really worked for me when I found out that it's okay to also do stuff by by my own and uh, not always uh, with many people yeah i'm still struggling with that a lot <laughs> yeah i i'm don't want to say i have fomo but if you describe fomo i think i have it <laughs> like i'm i'm just i think like every activity is so much fun and the people are nice and uh, you do get energy from it and socializing is really fun but it also takes a lot of energy so i'm, I'm this year is the main goal is to find a bit of the balance <laughs> so maybe ask the question in another year and i'll have a better answer but um yeah looking for the balance still i wouldn't say i have fomo so all the events i actually went to a lot of events as well in the beginning but all of them are like oh there's free food or like almost free food okay let's go you know but at some point what also helped me stop i guess was the fact that uh, we had a lockdown <laughs> so from going to like all the events suddenly i had to just stay home and after that i was like you know, I don't really want to go. I don't care. You can have fun without me. Like, there's going to be another party that maybe I will feel like going to. <laughs> but I just kind of lost my motivation because of the lockdown. And I focused more on studying. I'm curious, uh, Tassos, how was it for you? Uh, did you also have, uh, then in England, many clubs around you? Or <laughs> how did it work? I was so far ago. So long ago, I'm struggling to remember, but of course my experience was very similar to the one that you're describing also. It's, uh, it's in many ways rewarding to see that um, uh, things haven't changed all that much. All the things that you've been talking about, either struggling with or enjoying, were very similar for me back then. Managing to find the right group of friends, managing to find a good relationship with studying so that it's neither too difficult or too neglected finding the right club to go to and um, 
the right way to go back home afterwards. All of these things are, I think, universally experienced. It was very much the same for me back then. That's the funny part because um, I remember from last year, I was like having an identity crisis. Like, how do I make friends? I'm, I'm not sure who I am. Am I a fun person? Do people like me? And it's so funny because after the first few weeks, you remember like, oh, but everybody is feeling like this. Everybody is a bit, you know, scared to make new friends, but also really excited. So it's really funny that you think <coughs> you're the only one, but you never are. As you move also, it, um, I've moved a lot since my university days and every move comes with exactly the same questions. What is the city like? Where is a good place to eat? Where is a good place to go out in the evening? How do I make friends and how do I relate to this environment in a way that feels true to me, but also opens up my own sense of who I am. So I think we're going to start rounding up. And in doing that, we're going to do a little quick fire round of questions, uh, three to each person. So Leno, I'm going to start with you. So uh, what would you have liked to have known when you first got here? Two things pop into my mind. One is the stuff with the very basic, with the bikes and the crossroads. Uh, that was very weird. Maybe the second one, uh, the hardest thing is not getting a place at university, but uh, getting a place to stay. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Just do it. Like, if you if you have doubts, should you do it or not? Yeah, probably it's mm. better to just do it. You only regret the things you don't do. I completely agree with that. And finally, what is university uh, about to you? University for me is, of course, learning. And not only learning about uh, a subject, but also just... Yeah, learn to learn, and I think that never ends in life. Also, besides all the university academia stuff, enjoy yourself. I think I would have really liked to know that none of the supermarkets are open on Sundays before 12. I have gone to like Yumbo a number of times at 10 in the morning on a Sunday, ready to buy everything that's on sale and go home and cook, and then have to go back because it's closed. <laughs> That is some good advice. Advice you would give to your younger self now, a year later? Keep in mind that the VIP drinks are always on a Tuesday. So Wednesday mornings should not have lectures at nine. And finally, what is university about to you? I think just like having fun. Like if you're not liking what you're doing, you just kind of, you're an adult now. Like you can drop this. You can just do another study or like not do a study at all and do something else. You really shouldn't like com be confined to some under someone else's understanding of, understanding of what you need to do and how you need to do it. Also very nice advice. And finally, with a mind, what would you have liked to have known when you first got here? Coffee is expensive. So <laughs> put some money aside for a coffee machine or put some money aside every week so that you can buy coffee. Advice you would give to your younger self a year on? give it some time it will work out just uh, if if the feelings are getting a bit too overwhelming give it some time it will all rest and settle down a bit it always does and finally what is university about to you i think developing as a person developing your brain like i think that's a, a that's a good summary even if you're not sure how the study will work out for you in the future it will always have some impact on your life well thank you all for being here It's been really good to talk to you about your experiences in the past year or two, starting out at university, thinking about how it's changed, how your experiences of being university students has changed. I'm very curious, as Willemijn said, 
how it will be in the next couple of years for you as you are getting towards the end of your uh, undergraduate degrees and perhaps doing either a graduate degree or moving away from academia and how you will reflect back on those years. Amy, thank you also for organizing this episode and of course for it being the first one that we host together. I'm looking forward to many more in this uh, season. Thank you for listening to Degrees of Freedom. This has been Tasso Sarampolis and Amy O'Connell with Leno, Thea and Willemine talking about studying at university for the first time. This podcast was a production of the University of Groningen.